Welcome to Free Wi-Fi. I'm Esteban Fajardo. I'm Catherine Fox. We're here to... What are we doing? We're uh, we're recording a, an episode of Free Wi-Fi <laughs> uh, a week late because we've been busy playing video games and making video games, but not the video games that we're supposed to be making, I guess, for this. Schedules aren't... You know, like schedules are important when you've got like lives on the line um we don't have any lives on the line yeah schedules that's true. Not important. we have our own lives to worry about oh, exactly our lives are on the line <laughs> so sometimes you know things like this they get pushed back a week because you know as time Gotta goes on life. time goes on you know who else's lives are on the line all of my fire emblem children's lives are on the line <laughs> and i had to take care of them but that's yeah. done now. We're done with Fire yeah. Emblem. Both yeah, of us. Yeah, same. This morning, I, I got them through. No one died. Complete. I can get back to work now. We're done. Done. That's what I thought when I finished Fire Emblem before I started New Game Plus. Because I was like, <laughs> I was done and I realized my life felt hollow and empty. And I just had this computer staring at me with things I had to do well, on it. I mean, it, also, Fire Emblem is one of those games that like, you take so long to get through it. And then it ends and it just feels a little anticlimactic. Like, you beat the final boss, you get a little cutscene, then the credits start rolling, and it's like, I guess it's over. Like, it, do, it didn't have as big, it, for, for my route at least, it felt like the ending wasn't as, like, big and bombastic as it, like, should have been. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get the big parade at the end where all the characters get a prize. What's that, what's that scene in Star Wars with the, with the yeah. award? Yeah, what's John it? Williams is all, like, clapping. Congratulations. Oh, no. Anyways, we did work on some video games. You worked on like a a, a, a Jackson Pollock splattering of features. <laughs> yeah, like I I was super eclectic with my project this, this these past couple of weeks. Like I wanted to try and figure out some something that some visual novels do is they have a map. It's like not even specific to visual novels, but some things that some games do is that they have a world map, and oh. then you choose where you want to go on the world map. So I was like, huh, my game takes place on a ship. I wonder what the layout of the ship would be and like what that map would look like. So I spent some time like laying that all out, what all the rooms would be, um, which will be helpful in like writing the story anyway. Like I might not end up having a map, like a map navigation system like that. But it was really cool, like figuring out the layout of the ship and, you know, all the systems and stuff. And I got some cool ideas from doing that exercise. From there, I was like, okay. Um, now I want to really get lip flap working and then that didn't work either. So I went to like, oh, how do I make the dialogue boxes look a specific way? Like, how do I customize the GUI? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't get anywhere because <laughs> I just kept going <laughs> back and forth across all these things. And then I started writing the actual story because I was like, screw it. I'll just start writing stuff happening and it'll just go from there and I'll just, I'll go, just go, just do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I have the beginnings of an, an opening scene now. So, there's that. Cool. Like, uh, the stuff I did was, like, different. I was, like, cleaned up a bunch of stuff, got a tidy build out, a lot of polished small features that were, like, important to me. But um, mostly it looks just like a lot of bug fixes and stuff. But one of my big goals that I totally missed the mark on was also, like, starting to build up, like, content and stuff. Um, mm-hmm in terms of like what the story is going to be doing some of that mapping out and uh that planning that you've uh started doing um was something that i really wanted to 
to like figure out and get a handle on um stuff like mapping out what the space is going to be but also like especially figuring out like who are all of these characters i had like some ideas that like i started mapping out and stuff but i kept on just getting like blocked and really struggling because i was just unable to put myself in the same brain space as when i like was starting this project to figure out Mm -hmm. like what i wanted to do with these characters i know that like on a thematic level part of what the game's structured about and like how i want the characters to manifest with that structure is that like uh these like horrible things are like constantly happening but all the characters are trying to just go about their lives in a very like blase like blindfolded kind of way um and it's not really about like shaking them out of it but it's about like investigating this society where people are just like incapable of uh fully addressing like the problem that they're that they're like trapped in um mm-hmm. and what goes through different people's minds in in sort of like that situation and stuff um because the game structure like fits itself very well to that where like i need to have uh these events that happen uh in every phase and i need the players to just like do life also during those phases like choose an activity other people are doing activities and stuff um and very much have like a, a life goes on sort of thing but to a comical uh unrealistic degree and just like play around in that space and so that was like part of the figuring out like the thematic uh the structure and stuff that i wanted to do with that story but then actually like digging into that i was just like just in a place in life where i was just like i don't know how to how to yeah <laughs> how to approach this well, what to do with this <laughs> i mean like that, that reminds me of a lot of um it's like a popular angle for some like end of the world stories to go for like uh, like there's news that a meteor he- is heading for earth and like everybody reacts differently like there's yeah. riots in the streets or like people go on with their lives like nothing's going on or they start hunkering down or whatever specifically i'm talking about seeking a friend for the end of the world which is just a movie that i saw years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> that i but you're so basically your problem is like you're trying to write like story you're having a hard time getting writing story like in general is difficult for me which is part of why i wanted to tackle this project because like mm-hmm. i wanted to do something that i'm not like i ha- I don't have practice in in order to to try and figure it out well um, do you read a lot of do you read a lot of fiction do i read a lot of fiction i mean i do have a stack of books that you this have, is on top you of right read now, mostly so. <laughs> non-fiction stuff though right? i do mostly like, read non-fiction so so yeah. maybe it would benefit you to read a, some some fiction stories that kind of tackle tackle content kind of like that yeah yeah and you know stories with like an end of the world narrative might might be a good place to start because they have they have those like dynamics of like something terrible is happening and some people are just trying to ignore it because like it's such a big existential problem and you know what that's happening right now you know with climate change yeah i was trying to spend time thinking like outside of media stuff to just try and figure out like what perspective or like worldview like what i was trying to say in a space to then figure out how to say it with characters through it but Mm -hmm. that approach just wasn't working for me like uh, trying to figure out how to use uh making like working on this game how to use that to uh be an artist and think through how my own perspective and reactions to what's going on in the real world how that can manifest through what i'm creating Mm -hmm. and trying to be cognizant of that don't think that approach was working out very much for me i just need to be stream of consciousness needed to just like doing it rather than planning it 
the way you normally express that is through like game systems and stuff like that. It's very rarely through like writing. You just need to read more fiction, dude. Gotta read some fiction. Okay. Gotta be in research phase, really. I mean, how much writing do you actually need to do for this, right? Like. Yeah, that's part of also what I'm figuring out. But I do need definitely like character briefs. Like, even if I'm not doing like text that's showing up in the game, I need to really work out like, all right, I know the number of characters I need to have. I have some sketches of like what their personalities might be, but I want to figure out like more of like a hook. What's their what's their history? What what uh what do they need? What do they want? How are they gonna get it? Can they even get it in the structure that I have right now, which has very little um like there's player to character interaction, but there's no character to character interaction. And I'm trying to figure out how to make the world more rich by figuring out how to if not systemically build that in how to fake it basically by having the player able to connect the histories of characters to each other and be like okay there are relationships mm-hmm. that aren't being manifested in the gameplay but do exist in a narrative sense i guess one way that to achieve something that you're saying it's like it's like it's implying relationships rather than explicitly saying like ooh these two characters uh, are are step siblings or something <laughs> or whatever like maybe have them appear in the same place uh, at the same time sometimes like oh they're both in the bar in the morning they've been there all night i don't know well yeah that's more like the systemic approach which i love trying to figure out and stuff but also haven't been able to figure out what the cleanest way to do those answers is without designing a bunch of like bespoke one-off uh like I, I was thinking of doing like a system maybe this might address something like that where the characters can have uh, biased preferences to the types of actions they do so like every activity will also each character can have like a uh, like a percentage out of 100 you know how you're not going to know this example in Super Smash Brothers you can change the percentage of the music that can appear on each stage and so there's like a 62% chance that thing will show up but like 10% chance that 5% 1% 1% 1% stuff like that I'm thinking of like maybe finding some way to do a system where each character has these percentage biases of where they're likely to show up so that um, some characters are like this person likes to do the arts they're likely to go do painting at this place or they're likely to go to this other place and do that other thing this person likes working out they're always going to be at some location or another doing something physical there Um, like a preferred activity or something yeah Um, but I don't want it to just be like everyone has just the one preferred activity I think that would help to to lend some humanness to it, right? Because if they're super predictable and you know where they're going to be every day and every night, I mean, it's just it's just predictable, right? It doesn't feel as organic. That's kind of what I liked about Fire Emblem. Again, to say Fire Emblem, uh, like every month, uh, all the characters would be in different places and they'd have different things to say. Yeah. So, so that's, I'd, what, I'd that's what you're thinking about. Yep, yeah, it's a lot of planning type stuff. Would it, would, it, would it help to reduce the number of characters you're starting with? Because I know you have like eight characters. Yeah, there's a lot of characters it's starting with. Um, so maybe you need to start with like three or four and just kind of work from there. Because the more characters yeah. you have, the more relationships there are. It's like, it's exponential, right? So Yes, it gets exponential. But at the same time, like the game needs a certain number of characters to function with how the like the murder system works, unfortunately. Like... with three characters that means i need to have like the number of characters and the number of like locations that you can go to needs to have some kind of relationship there because if there's uh let's say 10 characters and five locations 
then um, let's say that on average that means there's likely to be two characters in each location that will of course definitely shift because there's a lot of like other factors that can determine where a character can go to um, but if we have less characters if we have just five characters in five locations then that means it's going to be more unlikely that two characters will show up in a place and then the game system starts breaking down not the game itself breaks down i have all those bugs currently figured out game will be fine but uh, you won't be able to get the information you need to make a deduction on who's responsible for anything. Or a murder won't happen because a murder will be the only one out of place. And be like, all right. So then you have to lower the number of locations. And then the game itself just becomes like incredibly small. Like you have to have, if you, if you only have three locations, then it's like there's not a whole lot to like deduce. But isn't it easier to get it all working with a smaller number of characters and a smaller number of locations and then add those, add the, add the other ones later? No, yeah, you might be right. I just, I, I might need to open myself up to, to figuring out on a small scale before expanding that scale. I'm curious, uh, do you have a extra location to put characters when they are not available at all? Like they're just not around that day. The way that I have the locations working out doesn't quite work out like that right now you don't have an invisible location no i don't have an invisible location but maybe there would be some benefit to that i hadn't really considered it because then if they are not around and then something happens the next day that's suspicious (laughs) yeah i gotta think about how that would would it help to paper prototype it um not at this stage because i kind of built it so it's like that wouldn't actually speed anything up that would just like uh, all the systems are there you just need to yeah I just need to figure out what content I want to be putting into it and hmm. make oh, okay. revisions okay. and edits from there. So yeah, at this point, like the paper prototype for that, I don't think would help. I think the problem I'm having right now is that is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Like I have a lot of ideas about where the story is going to go and basically around the main character, like what's going on with her and like her story and where she's going and why she's doing what and like, what your role is on all this, but like no systems at all to like support it. And really not even a lot of like explicit words to like actually, cause actually like having all these ideas and then putting it down on paper and like having it all play out is two entirely different things. Yeah. So uh, at least I've started. Yeah. I've, I've kind of like juggled around. So I have this whole like narrative and everything. Um, and now I'm just kind of like juggling around with all these different features and mechanics it's like how much of a game is this even going to be and is it just going to be like a visual novel like it's just going to be something that you play through linearly like how how much of a game is it even going to end up is that question important to you i mean i don't know that it is like i'm interested in building a very specific experience and -hmm. maybe that means there's not that much interaction involved i think that's okay you just if you've got an idea of what you want to be doing and it's just a matter of figuring out what the best way to like accomplish that is then let that sort of be the guiding guiding light there rather than trying to feel beholden to to like a broader question like that which i don't think you really need to answer or address you just got to be yourself just got to make what you want to make i guess that's true but if you are interested in figuring out some systems that can interact or like be a part of that like story and stuff i'm totally happy to try and figure that stuff out with you because i like thinking about that sort of stuff but don't feel like you gotta making it just a pure narrative is definitely the path of least resistance because if i want to do any kind of interactivity it's like more work to get that working in Renpai. yeah and it's like i'm i'm, I'm lazy 
and I, I, I'm fickle, and I lose interest quickly when things get too difficult. Um, so maybe I should just take the path of least resistance right now and see where I end up. Yeah, and then so. if you figure out something along the way where you're just like, oh, but this would be cool if that, then you just change that path. And then if that doesn't yeah. work out, you can always go back to, to this least resistance path that you figured out. So Yeah. Yeah, just do what you want to do. Who cares? Yeah. We ain't got any stakeholders. We're just here <laughs> doing know, a newsletter among ourselves. and That's true. We are our own stakeholders. Yeah, and me as my own stakeholder and very upset with me as my own producer. <laughs> Esteban, why didn't you get this done? I'm sorry. We're working <laughs> on it. <laughs> so maybe this, this week, now that we've beat Fire Emblem mm-hmm. and we we know what our problems are, maybe we'll make some kind of progress. Uh, there's something I wanted to do with a older project that we had worked on together, that bicycle racing game. Oh, Recycle, or what we didn't call it. No, but that would be a great name, actually. What do we call it? I'm calling it Recycle now. That's not like the perfect <laughs> name for it, but that's hilarious. It's a bicycling yeah. game, and I have a way to turn it into an online game very easily. Really? Like, I, have, I have the pieces. <gasps> I just need to stick them together. You can make it a Switch game. Uh, huh. I don't think I can. But that's a great okay, idea. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I realized I don't know what happened to the project files. I thought I had them, but I got to do some more digging because they were not on the hard drive I thought they were on. I mean, would you? How how much of them would you reuse? A lot. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what do you want to what do you want to do with it? Like specifically? I'm going to make a browser version of it that has a shared online database. So you're still racing <gasps> against everyone who has ever played the game which is sort of the basic of this game, is that uh, you're like a top-down, pixely, Tour de France race, but um, when you finish the race, it adds it to a database of everybody who has played the game ever. And so you are playing against everybody at the same time. And they all have collision? They all have collision, so you can like you <laughs> gotta try not to run into them because you'll get knocked back. And it all works out. The game was great. It was fun. We built it for an arcade cabinet, though. Um, which makes sense for that game system. Like it was very specifically built for that context of like people will come to this cabinet and be able to see how their high score is like breaking up and other people can come through and it's this asynchronous multiplayer. It's a good installation game. Yeah. But, and then I realized I also have these tools where I can make it online in a browser window, like immediately, (laughs) like very easily. Little work has to be done for me to like uh, apply this other system that I have that I was using to build the... um, So, like, you know how I'm using, like, Google Docs to uh, let myself edit parts of the game's dialogue script through Google Docs, and that automatically gets downloaded into the the game files. I can use the same system to make this other game work. Because it's just a spreadsheet. (laughs) So, while while that siren goes off, uh, I remember what it's called. It's called SoulCycle. I don't... Uh, mm, That's definitely what it was called. I think it was Heaven Race. We considered Soul no, no. Cycle, but we didn't because Soul Cycle is also now the name of. We made this before Soul Cycle was a thing, but Soul Cycle, if you Google it, is a whole other thing. Really? Google it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of then? Yeah. They've got their offices in Culver City. I used to pass by it every day. It's a fitness company. That's right. I, I mean, I've never seen this. It's like a whole thing. Just trust me okay. on that. We cannot but call I, it Soul Cycle. <laughs> okay, never mind then. But I, I remember because I, I did the music for it. Yes. Like me of all people, it's terrible. I found a MIDI program online and like used that, and I feel like I called it Soul Cycle, like the song. Hold on, I have my external hard drive right here. 
I'm gonna see. Someone's got these project files. I need to find a, an open. Hold on, I have the answers. Goodbye. Somewhere. Time to look at Twitter during I'm fine. I'm the episode. Fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but like, so, so this would be heaven, heaven cycle eternal or whatever too. <laughs> heaven cycle eternal. <laughs> yeah. I want to put the word like ghosts in it somewhere. Cause there's like a bunch of, like the idea is that this is like ghost data, you know, like how Mario Kart has ghost data where you record your race and then you can go against other people's ghosts. That's what you're yeah. doing is you're racing against a bunch of ghosts. But like, what else would you, so, cause I, I mean, I can think of some cool things you could do as like a part, a, as a sequel to this, like some cool revamp stuff. Yeah. Um, but like, I was going to keep the else? same music. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was uh, going to keep that same old boop, 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 boop. I, I don't remember how it goes. Something like that. Did all the bikers look the same in the original? Yes, but there were color variations. Okay. Everyone had like different shirts. You could have more variation, like more variation. have hats and stuff. Like just yeah. just randomly generate a, an avatar for each person and then record that and then. Yeah. Would you see yourself if you did subsequent runs? Oh you, yeah, of course. That's how it's always worked. And Are so, you? Like, is... You enter in like your name at the beginning, so you'd see your name go by, and you're like, "That was me." Faster than I am now. Wait, are the names floating above the head? Yeah. How do? How could you see? They're small. Okay. How many letters are allowed? I think in the original we had like three or four. Okay. So it was like small yeah, little okay. snippets of names, but maybe it could be longer, or maybe nah, I should probably kept to keep it to four. Right. If it's online, you might want to limit how many bikers can actually be in one race. Yeah, yeah, there'll be an upper cap, and then when you reach that cap um what i can do is it boots out the oldest or uh or does other it stuff it could spin up a different um sheet so you could select between different like instances of uh of stuff so like each race can only have like 500 racers let's say and then if it surpasses that then it could be selected between course one or course two and those would be different like course one would have 500 and now course two only has 25 and then so that fills up and then you've got course three there's ways to do it you unlock new courses by getting more people to play that would be fun right like once one course fills up you get course number two yeah and you better participate in uh and every course requires more people because the courses get bigger. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Soul Cycle Eternal. <laughs> Can't call it Soul Cycle. Okay. <laughs> that name what is do you want to call it? Heaven Race? Heaven Race sucks. Recycle? Recycle, Recycle not forever. Great. I, I want to put a ghost in there. But how? That's why I wanted Soul Cycle, but can't because <laughs> they cut the soul okay so you have bicycles uh bikes i'm trying to think of words for like bikes trikes. can't call it ghost trick that's also taken <laughs> ghost trike <laughs> ghost. everyone's on tricycles <laughs> ghost bike but then the then it's like the bikes are ghosts not the people um, yeah it's not the ghost of a bike tour de fr tour de fright tour de tour fright <laughs> 
Dude, <laughs> 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 fright. That like, is amazing. I'm writing these down. <laughs> I don't know if you need to. They're going to be on a podcast. <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. Um, uh, Tour de Fright. What other bike things are there? Bike's got gears, although you don't do gear shifting in the game. That would be interesting, but I'm not going to do it. It would be interesting. I mean, how deep is the actual racing mechanic? Very like, not deep. That... It's super not deep. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't need to be because you're racing ghosts and it's all gonna it's all absurd anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, I want this to just be open up a browser. You don't need much of a tutorial. You just like do it and then it's just like, oh cool. Oh cool. Yeah. Anyways, I gotta find these project files or just remake it from scratch. Which maybe I'll do anyways because uh Unity There's a lot of good ideas here. Yeah. Many updates oh, and, by now. <laughs> yeah, it has been six years. <laughs> it hasn't been six, it's been four. It's been like four years. I, I would love to see Heaven Race again. Like That was a cool little project. Yeah, it was a fun time. A fun little game. More people need to see it, so gotta remake it. Would you remake it in 3D or just keep it 2D? Uh, probably keep it 2D so that um can have as many racers as possible. If it's 3D, then it's like... Uh, can't render that many objects. More data. Plus, if you want to work in a browser, then that might be difficult. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that will be available soon on a free Wi-Fi, <laughs> <laughs> which you've been listening to. Free Wi-Fi. Is there anything else cool that's going on? Anything else we need to talk about? Summer's almost over. Say it ain't so. I love summer. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Ever say since the summer so, equinox passed, it so. it's all been downhill from there. Sorry, what'd you say? Ever since the summer equinox passed, the oh. days have been getting shorter and it's all downhill. Summer's ending, fall's coming, and you know what that means? It's almost, almost Halloween. spook time. Yeah. Oh boy. It's almost time for the Halloween jams. <gasps> you know how we got that skeleton? Yeah. His time is almost here. <gasps> That's when he'll go into the closet uh, because it's not... It's too uh, he's been he's been in the closet. Whoa, you have a skeleton in the closet. I have a skeleton in the closet right now. Been waiting for <laughs> Halloween time so I can pull him back out. Waiting. I've seen pictures of him in the window like every day. I, he needs some sun too, but most of the time he's in the closet waiting for the spook times to come back. So, I guess that's cool. going to be happening pretty soon, but I'll miss summer. Summer you'll always be in my heart. I'll remember you forever. So we probably won't record again for another week, two weeks. We're supposed to record every other week. Maybe we'll go a little longer this time. I don't know. What are you going to do in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, so I'm going to do um, some story development stuff, and that means I'm going to step away from all the engine stuff and just be drafting up plans similar to what you were doing this last week. i got to catch up to you. You're ahead. No, I'm not ahead. <laughs> it's all but, relative. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to do some planning stuff, and if I procrastinate on that, I will be procrastinating by trying to build this bicycle game. <laughs> just trying to be honest here. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? Just do. Just make what you want to make. I I'll, I keep taking breaks to make mini AMVs and yeah, do what AMVs. brings you joy. I mean, for what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm probably just going to... Okay, I know every time I say something that I'm going to do, I ended up doing something completely different. But at this moment, I would like to maybe well this week i think i'm going to work on a different renpai project just to like <laughs> take my mind away from this one for a little while make something else really small um and then come back to this and maybe just work on story and like not ha not worry about what the game is right now 
and just kind of like build out the experience that way but who knows who knows what's going to happen in the next two weeks i don't know you don't know i can't see the future i'm not a producer <laughs> <laughs> everyone who comes to us for advice don't do it <laughs> people come to us for advice people sometimes come to me for advice and i'm like have you have you heard me <laughs> I, don't do that i hope i can get to that point where people come to me for advice that sounds nice i hope everyone has enjoyed sharing in our struggles and stuff but yeah don't come to us for advice unless you're coming to us to give advice Ooh. that would be cool i mean unsolicited advice can be kind of obnoxious that's true I'm not a fan of unsolicited advice. That's why I'm here soliciting. So much. Uh, All right, we got to end this thing. We got to right, get out of here. Let's, let's wrap up. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today on free Wi-Fi. You know, I hope we have something for you next next week, the week after. Who knows? Hey, should I push up? Is. Should I push up the build that I made? If anyone wants to play it, maybe I'll make a build. I don't know. Holla, holla at your boy. Yeah, if you want. If if it's like if it's something that you. Want to do? Up, you can do that. Uh, stay tuned to our social media sites at free Wi-Fi on Twitter.com or at Esteban Thanks for me. You can find I'm Catherine. at Foxy Red Specs. That's right. I hope everyone has a good couple weeks. Enjoy the last days of summer, the dog days of summer. And then we'll see you in the fall. That's the sound of fall. Ba -da -da -da. What's the like Dracula sound? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Goodbye, uh, everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>